the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Roster brought to you by the SGPN store and their Cyber Monday sale. 20% off everything in the store for a one day only this Monday using the code cyber at store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Once again, a one day sale on Cyber Monday, 20% off everything in the store by using promo code cyber. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Monday, November 28th, here to break down the NBA card. And joining me, as usual, on Mondays to help me break down the card, you know him as a superstar of the show, the villain. It's Terrell Furman Jr. Terrell, what's going on, my man? What's going on? Look. All I have to say is that I just don't like can can the Knicks go get another place to play? Like, can we go to Tampa? Remember when the Raptors was playing? Can we go to Tampa? Because they probably have a better record in Tampa. It's incredible. Everybody think they Jordan when they come play the Knicks. Like everybody. I hate that I'm right when I caught this out, but it's it's insane. Like it, it just doesn't matter. Everybody has their best game in Madison Square Garden. Yeah, we'll get into that here in a second. But also joining us. He's making a return this season, a good friend of the show. You can find this gentleman over on Wager Talk. One of the better, if not the best, NBA handicappers I know in the betting industry. A good personal friend as well. You guys know him as Ski Profit. Ski, what's going on, my man? Glad to have you on the show, brother. What up, fellas? It's good to be back, and um, I appreciate the kind words. NBA, so far, has been treating me well. I want to say... Well, I know going back to last season, uh, last like 388 days, I want to say, mm-hmm. up about 114 and a half units. And so far this season, a little bit over 20 units. So seeing it well, NBA player props especially doing well. And uh, hopefully we can make some people some money today. Love it. Yeah, I mean, Ski, you've been doing more sides and, and totals. Did you just start getting into player props this season or has there been something in your uh, portfolio going back to ever since you started betting NBA? I've always bet player props. It's never been my main, like player props have been um, very few in between. So now I'm seeing a lot more edges with them, especially with how we have to play with the injury report. So you can just take some of that out of it. And if your guy doesn't play, you get your money back. So I'm starting to look that way a little more now. Hey, Munaf said, I'm sorry I wasn't familiar with your game. (laughs) <laughs> I was making sure that everybody knew his game. I'm sorry. I didn't know you before tonight. I wasn't familiar with your game. <laughs> no, Ski's been crushing it, man. I know this season's off to a great start as well. But uh, Ski, just kind of want to get some general thoughts about the season so far. So like we've seen a lot more parity to start the season here early on. I mean, I think a lot of us were expecting the Utah Jazz to not be very good. They've been looking pretty good, I think, above expectations so far. Um uh, and what's kind of stuck out to you, I, I know some general thoughts here. I know we talked a lot about the Jazz on this podcast, but what's kind of been a team that's kind of uh, been impressive to you, at least, to start the season with about most teams playing 19 to 20 games here now? 
Uh, there's a few. For one, the Celtics look like a really well-oiled machine, um, sharing the ball, scoring a lot of points, shooting the ball very well. So to see them locked in like that with everything that happened in the offseason, that stood out to me. The Blazers, they've been better than expected. We'll see if they can keep that up. Uh, I think, well, they've, they've kind of fell off a little bit lately, but they've yeah. been impressive. For the Mavericks to see them kind of struggle how they've been struggling, I thought they would be a, a lot better with the addition of Christian Wood. So mm-hmm. uh, I know in the second half yesterday he started them. Maybe Jason Kidd starts to give Wood more minutes and they can get better. So uh, just kind of watching and learning right now. The Sixers, you know, they started off really bad. They're starting to look a lot better, even when the key guys aren't playing. Mm-hmm. So they might be a team to watch out for. It's a lot just watching and learning. Yeah, Talk Dallas, like, uh, go ahead. Go ahead, Terrell, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was just going to mention Dallas so far this season, 9 and 10, but uh, on the road so far this year, they're only 1 and 7. Uh, so maybe if they can, you know, fix their woes that they're having on the road so far this year, um, you know, maybe they can climb back into contention. But, again, still early on here uh, with about 20 games in the bag for most of these teams. Troy, what were you saying? No, we're talking about teams that are most impressive. Who's who's disappointing right now? Who we thought that was going to be somebody that we was looking at, looking towards this season that's just not showing up? Um, somebody who's disappointed for you for not for me because I know how this team is already. But I know. I, I feel like I feel like the Clippers should have been better than what they've been showing. Everybody uh-huh. paints them as you know the favorites every year, and they don't really live up to it because their guys are not healthy enough. So that um. I expected the Lakers to be better than they are. I didn't expect them to be great, but I didn't expect them to be terrible. So maybe those two teams. Yeah, Western Conference right now, you take a look at the standings. Again, one through 10 are separated by three and a half games. Just the Eastern Conference, one through 10 separate about six and a half games. And Ski, you mentioned, I mean, Boston is just on cruise control right now, man. I thought, you know, a lot of people, including myself, thought that with the whole coaching situation that did happen and maybe a hangover from them losing the NBA finals that it would affect this team. But through 20 games or 16 and four, they, they look like a well machine. Even with Jason Tatum sitting out yesterday, this team was on cruise control, just came out and took care of business. So um, Boston looks like they picked up right where they kind of left off last year. Um, Terrell, anything from the weekend that we need to mention before we do get into the card here on Monday? Oh man, uh, we got a Portland still good as a dog, still really, really good as a dog. Uh, Utah, it's so easy betting Utah. Like I, I don't, I don't know what to say. One in five as a favorite, and twelve and four as a dog. Like it's so easy betting Utah. You're up. That's fifteen bets. You're up if you just follow the formula. So yeah. it's pretty easy betting Utah right now. Um, and then. Detroit covers is double like they're bad, but they're not bad enough to be double digit dogs, apparently, because they covered that that number against the Suns. And that was one where I was all over the Suns. I didn't think that in the Valley Detroit had a chance and they found another way to cover. That's five straight times in a row. They've covered as a double digit favorites. I mean, as a double digit underdog. So, yeah, Detroit might be just a covering machine for us. Really? Yeah, they had an opportunity. Uh, bye bye. Go ahead, Ski. No, Rail reached out to me, and, uh, you know, if I say something, he, he remembers it because I mentioned the trend on the show like a year ago, and he was like, what was that one trend you, you talked about? Yeah. Uh-huh. So I'm going to tell you another one, um, that Phoenix game. For one, I think they had a game they were kind of looking ahead to the next game, but you want to avoid laying double digits with teams who have a game the following day. It just hasn't been profitable. Okay. Yeah, that's a good note. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you mentioned it there, uh, Terrell, that you had the – Detroit Pistons uh, money line against the Utah Jazz. And then 
thought, yeah, it was, it was be a spot to fade them the next day, but they almost got the victory yesterday against the Cleveland Cavaliers, too. They just didn't have a fourth quarter uh-huh. uh, where they got outscored. I don't know by how many points, but um, yeah, they, they they look competitive, even with guys that they were missing yesterday. I know Bogdanovich was out for uh, the Detroit Pistons. Jay Nivey, I think, missed the game yesterday as well for the Detroit Pistons, but um, they, they, almost, some- they still almost covered seven. Like they yeah. almost covered seven. It was so, really that like, I had a seven and a half with the Cavs. And it was really like final like minute and a half mm-hmm. where the, the where the Cavs just kind of came uh, out of nowhere, and the Pistons just went cold in that final six minutes. I think they only put up one basket in that final six minutes. Yeah, twenty nine sixteen was that that fourth quarter final score, and they yeah. were covering the entire game before that. So you know, yeah, sometimes it happened like that. But it looks like that this team is a little bit more competitive. It doesn't seem they're winning games, but a little bit more competitive ATS than I thought. Yeah, there was a silly foul that was called the right there were like three seconds left uh, for them to get the cover um, uh, last night by winning the game by eight points against, or sorry, Cleveland winning the game by eight points uh, last night. All right, uh, let's get into this Monday card, guys. There's a lot of good games here on the schedule. A lot of teams that are on back-to-back situations, so we'll definitely point those out to you in this first game. On the board, it's going to be two teams that did play yesterday on Sunday. It's going to be the Atlanta Hawks in Philly. The take on the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, This line opened up at minus one and a half in favor of the Atlanta Hawks as the road team here. That number is currently seeing at minus one across the board here. Total opened up at 221. Uh, That number has stayed, of course, at 221 as well across most books over on win bet. Uh, that number is at minus one and at 221. Uh, no injury report has been submitted yet. NBA does allow these teams that are on back-to-backs to su- uh, submit their uh, injury reports a little bit later. I believe Joel Embiid should be out for this game. But again, check the injury reports as we kind of get closer to game time. I know we're early in the day here. But um, Terrell, let me start with you on this game, Atlanta in Philly. Uh, with Atlanta laying one point against the Philadelphia 76ers. Man, Paul Reed's got to be the most underused player in the NBA. Like, absolutely. I just – I can't think of anybody else who's as good as he is when he gets the minutes, and it's just not utilized more. I think at this point he should probably be in that starting lineup. He played 30 minutes last night, 6 for 6, 12 for 13 from the field. Uh, just had to go go on my little typical Paul Reed rant real quick. As in terms of this game, I understand um, – I think I'm leaning a little bit. Both of these teams coming off of back-to-back, the, and both of them with travel, Orlando um, 76ers coming from Orlando, Hawks coming from Atlanta, playing this game in Philadelphia. So it feels kind of the same here. The issue for me is what are the Hawks doing? Did you say if Capella's playing in this game? Uh, you don't know. He, he was questionable as of yesterday. I know he was dealing with some dental pain, but um, oh yeah, that's me, 100. percent By the way, if I have a hangnail, I'm done. I'm not. I'm not doing anything. So that's 100. percent Same thing with me. I'm the exact same way. 100. percent However, if he's not playing, that's honestly addition by subtraction for the Atlanta Hawks in this game, just because he's probably going to get ran off the floor with this lineup of the 76ers right now. I know they're still running a little bit of a slower pace, but they have a lot of really, really athletic bigs in Paul Reed. And I guess you could throw Montrez Harrow in that conversation as not just your typical big, tall, stand in the paint big. So now that you got a Kongu that can kind of step into that fifth man spot, run the floor, really active rebounder. I think that this gives a lot more shot opportunity and chances for the Atlanta Hawks here. So, uh, 
between these two, I, I can't I can't take the Hawks on the road. I can't take the Hawks on the road. I'm still going with Philadelphia. Yeah, take a look at Philly over the last five games. Uh, their defensive rating isn't the or they are top five in the entire league. Uh, right up there with the Cavs, the Lakers, the Miami Heat, and the Minnesota Timberwolves. And I think they've really been priding themselves on the defensive side of the basketball. Um, I know they just played Orlando. Orlando's been decimated by injuries as well. But uh, I think that if they're going to have to win this game, it's going to have they're going to have to show an effort on the defensive side. But Ski, uh, let me get to you. Uh, what do you got for this game? Uh, we got Atlanta laying one point against the Sixers. Yeah, I'll take Paul Reed over uh, Montrez. Uh, I'm not a Montrez fan. As far as this game, Atlanta, you know that I don't want them on the road. I don't want them in general right now. They're just not playing good basketball. Um, I don't think, you know, I, they need to get John Collins out of there because I don't think he wants to be there. And um, what if they cover one of their last six games? So you look at that compared to the Sixers who – they're on fire. They've covered eight of their last nine. They're top mm-hmm. ten offensive rated, defensive rated, and rebounding team the last five games. You, and that's without their big people. Right. And you could you you could get him beat, but he's game time decision. He's not ruled out yet. So if you get him beat out there without Capella, Atlanta's gonna be in real trouble. So yeah. I, I lean towards the Philly side, especially if you're getting them at a dog price. And um for the total, I, I would play it more towards an under Philly. I know last five games, bottom 10 in pace. Atlanta likes to play a little bit faster, but, but this is a s- series like that has some beef going back to playoffs, and they play each mm-hmm. other tight every single time. Um, Philly, like I said, their defense is top five. Atlanta defense has been better than their offense last few games, and both teams, well, I have them number one and number three defending the three so far this season yep. with Atlanta fourth worst shooting it. Mm-hmm. So it's gone under eight of the last nine meetings. I think 221 is a little bit too high in this game, and that's probably my preference uh, for a play. It's tough because, like, Atlanta is so easy, but it's easy to say, but it's, like, very hard for them. They can't make jump shots. Like, if you're taking them outside of the paint and they're not able to slash and get to the basket, they're shooting a really, really bad percentage in threes and mid-range two-point shots. Like, they're just unable of making jump shots, and that's the biggest key portion of the game. Yeah, Atlanta, you take a look at their three-point shooting, like Ski mentioned. They're uh, 27th as far as team percentage, 29th in makes per game at 9.6. And they're not jacking it up either. I mean, obviously that has a lot to do with Bogdanovich not being out there for this team, their best shooter. But uh, you also take a look at Philly. They do rank number 12 as far as defending the paint. Uh, You get Embiid back. That's only going to help you, obviously, when you have that big body to kind of protect the paint and block some shots there. So I'm with Philly here. I love the play on the under as well in this game. Like you mentioned their ski, I think we'll see a uh, lower pace game. Philly on the season ranks number 29 as far as possessions per game. So, um, yeah, definitely do like the under and uh, looking at Philly in this game as well. Uh, You guys have anything else for this game? Any player props you guys may be looking at here, Ski? No player props for me in this one. Okay. Terrell? If if Embiid is not playing, I'm back on Paul Reed again. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, All right, let's get over to the next game on the schedule. Let's go to the nation's capital. We got Minnesota heading into the nation's capital. Take on the Wizards. Uh, This number opened up at minus one uh, in favor of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Now that uh, game is sitting at a pick Total opened up at 229. Uh, that number has been bet down, seeing 227.5 at most books and over on win bet. Um, 
Another two teams that did play yesterday are that are on a back-to-back situation here. Uh, we saw the Minnesota Timberwolves get crushed by the Golden State Warriors in their building, 137-114. And then the Wizards also took an L yesterday against the Boston Celtics, 130-121. Uh, so oh, no they should have covered that game. Who, uh, Washington? Yeah, they could have covered. Yeah. I was blown. Um, no injury report, like I mentioned yet, uh, since both teams are on a back-to-back situation here. Um, let's start with the side here. Ski, I'll let you leave this one off here, buddy. We've got to pick on between the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Washington Wizards. Yeah, it, it makes it a little bit tougher when it's a pick on in. For, for Washington, well, both of these teams have been pretty poor. you got Washington. They haven't covered a game in their last six, and Wash, uh, Minnesota has only covered one in their last five. But they've been winning. It's just you, you don't really want to be laying points with them. Um, they're five mm-hmm. and two straight up. So if Kuzma's out for Washington, I really don't want to look their way. I think you'd have a better defense on the T-Wolf side, and you'd have a re- advantage on the boards. And if you do both of those things, um, I think they can come out of this game with a win. So lean T-Wolves here, and uh, I- I'll pass it back to y'all. If we have the total, I have an opinion. Uh yeah, uh Terrell, why don't you give your handicap on the side then we'll get to the total here. Yeah, um I really can't I really can't back this Minnesota team. Like they just have still have yet to figure out what they want to do with this lineup. And my issue with them is that they're basically the definition of insanity. They understand the starting lineup is not working. They understand that this is probably one of the worst starting lineups in the league in terms of plus minus. However, they're not doing anything to change it. They're not saying, hey, let's rotate. Like, D'Angelo Russell starting for as long as he has and how bad he's been for majority of this season is a foul. Like, it's a foul. And Rudy Gobert hasn't figured out how to play with Cat, how to figure out how to play with Anthony Edwards. They clog up the lane a lot. Like, it just – it looks like bad basketball. I hate bad basketball. It looks like bad basketball. There's adjustments to be made. And, however, nobody wants to make the adjustments because – you have a starting lineup that has D'Lo, Anthony Edwards, Cat, and Rudy Gobert. So no, they're like, oh, well, who do we move out of it? Like, it's it's ridiculous. So, yeah, if Kuzma's not playing in this game because he's been the consistent thing for Washington right now, I'm going to be a little bit concerned. But I can't back this Timberwolves team. I'm on Washington regardless. Um, yeah, I think i got to go with Minnesota here. Um I think what Ski mentioned there is that they just have that advantage inside with Cat and Rudy Gobert just dominating the boards, and that should create second-chance opportunities as well for the uh, Washington Wizards. And, you know, if this Minnesota team has any pride after what happened last night in their home building against the Golden State Warriors that, hey, we need to come out and play better basketball going up against a team uh, that's dealing with injuries. Like we said, Kyle Kuzma missed the last game. Not sure if he's going to be playing in this game, but – I think there's enough for this Washington uh, Timberwolves team um, to go into the nation's capital here tonight and get a W here. Ski, you mentioned you had something for the total here. That number is currently sitting at, let's see here, 227 and a half. Uh, what are you thinking about the total? Um, well, really, yeah, just an opinion here. I know the last nine times these teams have played, they've all went over, but a little bit of a different, you know, lineup or team mm-hmm. for this Minnesota now. Like both teams are. I want to say bottom six defending the three so far this season, but neither one of them are, are good shooting it. So I don't think you can take advantage of that. And if you're not good shooting the three for Washington, you potentially without Kuzma here, like it's going to be hard to score points. And you got Rudy Gobert and Cat, you know, 
down low. I just think it's a lower scoring game here, especially in the second half if the legs get tired for both of these teams. So I would be more inclined to play this one under 227 and a half. Yeah, last five games for both of these teams in this matchup, all five to the over, all five to Washington, and Washington's covered all five. Crazy. Yeah, you take a look at uh, the three-point shooting numbers. It, it's not very good defending it, at least even especially for Minnesota. Um, Twenty, sorry, twenty-third and three-point percentage allowed. Uh, number twenty as far as makes allowed per game. Uh, sorry, number thirty as far as makes allowed per game, where they're giving up about fourteen point two per contest. So um, again, with Kuzma not out there, I think that this team really needs Kyle Kuzma, one obviously one of their better players, not best players, along with KP out there as well. But I, I like the spot here for Minnesota. Again. Uh, I agree with you again, Ski, about the total in this game. Usually I like playing overs, but I think when you're on these back-to-back situations, you do will see some tired legs, right? Both of these teams are top 10 as far as defending the paint as well. Washington, number six. Minnesota, number seven. Um, so if you're not going to be able to make jump shots, if Washington's not able to make jump shots, I think there's enough for the Minnesota Timberwolves uh, where they have guys that can knock down those mid-range jump shots, whether it's Anthony Edwards or D'Lo. Hopefully they have a better shooting night here for uh, Minnesota backers here. So, um, yeah, I'm with the under end Minnesota in this game here as well. Any player props for this game, guys? Uh, what's the status on Porzingis? I thought he played yesterday. Let me double check. Uh, actually, no. Did he? No, I, think, I didn't. Let me see. I know Beal had 30 yesterday, and that's <laughs> not kind of uh, yeah, Porzingis played yesterday. He was played twenty six minutes, seven of eleven from the field, twenty one points. I think I want to back. I think I want to back him in his points today, or maybe even his threes. I just, I think that this is you. You got to pull one of those bigs out of the paint, and if how do you do that? You do that with Porzingis, who's really good at stretching the floor, coming off the dribble, able to drive through the lane and and beat them off the top of the key. So I, I feel like he's got to be. He and Kuzma, if Kuzma's in, have to be like the biggest portions of the game plan today. I just don't think it's a big Bradley Beal day today. Yeah, uh, shout out to KC. She's in the chat. Uh, she's asking if Kuzma's in, will we lean towards the Wizards? Yeah. I'm not going to bet this game, so don't. I wouldn't tell you to put your money on it, KC. All right. Uh, let's get over to the next game of the night, gentlemen. It's going to be the Charlotte Hornets headed to Boston to take on the Celtics. Um, currently seeing this line opened up at minus 11 and a half in favor of the Boston Celtics. Uh, that number has been bet down slightly to minus 10. Starting to see some minus 10 and a halves out there as well. Total opened up at 219 and a half. Money has come in on the over here. Currently all the way up to 225 and a half. Starting to see some 226 and a halves pop up as well. Uh, Boston, again, did play yesterday, as we just mentioned, against the Washington Wizards, where they took care of business 131-21. Jason Tatum did sit out yesterday, um, thinking that he is probably going to be in this game because it is a back-to-back situation for the Boston Celtics. Uh, Meanwhile, Charlotte did have the day off yesterday. So they do have some fresh legs here against the Boston Celtics. Um, looking at the injury report for the Charlotte Hornets, the usual suspects are out LaMelo ball, Gordon Hayward, Cody Martin, Dent Smith jr. And, uh, JT Thor and Mark Williams are on G league assignment. 
Uh, Terrell, let me start with you. I probably already know where you're going with this. I was about to say, you don't even need to start with me. (laughs) Yeah, you might Uh, as well. Let me go go to Ski Ski. then. I already know where (laughs) Terrell's going with this game. Ski, starting to see uh, Boston here as a 10 and a half point favorite against the Hornets. What do you think about this game? I think it's, as far as my numbers go, it's interesting for me to see this because Boston's been playing really good lately. But Mm -hmm. it says last five games, Hornets have been a better defensive rated team and a better rebounded team. And, um, they have the rest advantage tonight, two days to none. So I don't like seeing that if I want to think about back in Boston. Also, we know Boston is, you know, number one three-point shooting so far this season. Mm-hmm. And the Hornets, they're number two uh, defending the three so far this season. So I don't think I can get there with the Boston side. Um, I guess I will lean Hornets to stay within the number. But even that, that, that just seems like a scary bet to me. My numbers tell me to take it, but when I think about it, I'm nervous, so I need a little bit more time on the side. I think I feel most confident just expecting Boston to score points. Yep. Um, nine out of their 10 games at the house, they've scored 120-plus. Their team total is 118 tonight. Uh, I think that's very doable. So if I'm playing this game, that's my preferred wager. Yeah, Boston 7-2 uh, and two towards the over at home so far this season. Charlotte on the road 7-4. and four. Back-to-back situations, Boston is 2-0-1 on the total towards the over. Uh, they are 2-1 against the spread as well. Again, very small samples here so early on in the season here. Terrell, we already know you're taking the Hornets. Uh, but Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, no, I'm, I, I'm, I can talk to it this time. I I'm not just taking it because fuck Boston. But, uh, <laughs> no, Charlotte's a really good road team, man. 6-4-1 this season on the road, ATS. This season, 4-3-1. Yeah as a, a road underdog and yeah the numbers do support charlotte looks a little bit better and you know i like to bat charlotte uh if gordon hayward is playing in a game and i'm not certain if he's playing in this one that's he's out he's out yeah yeah so i mean that's that's probably one reason why i'll stay away from this game just because i i prefer to back them when gordon hayward's in the game i don't know why but he's worth the money for them because they they win games when he's in the lineup and they play a lot better when he's in the lineup. So uh, I would have liked this. I would have played this on the money line if Gordon Hayward was playing, just because I'm getting a really, really nice price, and I get a chance to fade Boston. But it's a little bit of a stay away for now. But of course, I'm going to lead to the Charlotte Hornets because when you least expect it, when you least expect it, Boston's going to be there to fuck up that cover. It could have been the uh, revenge game for Terry Rozier and Gordon Hayward if Gordon Hayward was playing in this game. But um, and Rozier still might go in there and drop forty. Like yeah. Boston hasn't been that good defensively over. The, that's their one issue that has been with Boston this season is that everybody's expecting them to bounce back to one of those that top three defense in the league, and they just they haven't got there. They, they need, might. They uh, still Williams. got time. Yeah, yeah. They still got time, but as of right now, it's not there, and it's not going to be there while Williams is out. But yeah. offensively. Because Williams is out, they're going to another level. Uh, any player props for this game, Terrell? Are you looking at? Oh, come on. We got to play Terry. Yeah. We got to play Terry. Like, come <laughs> on. Come on. <laughs> uh, Ski, any uh, player props you uh, like in this game? No player props for me. All right. Let's keep the train rolling here, gentlemen. Uh, next game see if on. It's anybody's birthday today. Yeah, I looked that up. Uh, next game on the board here, it's going to be. Let's go over to uh, – let's go to Brooklyn, Orlando, and the Brooklyn Nets square off tonight in uh, the Barclays Center. Both teams are on a back-to-back again. Uh, we did see Brooklyn yesterday take care of business against the Portland Trail Blazers. That was an early game for them. They got the victory there, 
14-point victory there for the Brooklyn Nets. Meanwhile, the Orlando Magic have just been decimated by injuries uh, up until this point of the season. Uh, looking at the lines for this game, currently seeing the Brooklyn Nets opened up as a 10.5-point favorite. Uh, that number is at minus 10 across most books. Starting to see a 9.5 pop up as well. Total opened up at 223 in this game. That number is up to 224. Starting to see some 224.5s out there as well. Uh, no injury report yet uh, for either of these teams. Like I mentioned, they are both on back to backs. But Orlando yesterday, um, their squad was, let me see here. They had. Pancaro has came back for this team, but you had Franz Wagner, Mo Bamba, Bull Bull, Gary Harris out there. But really, the bench is really thin right now for the Orlando Magic. Um, for the Brooklyn Nets, Seth Curry is questionable. I did see that because he did play yesterday, kind of injury managing him. Uh, but let's start with the side here. Uh, let me start with you on this game, Ski. Currently seeing the Brooklyn Nets as a 10-point uh, home favorite hosting the Orlando Magic. What do you think about the side? Yeah, I don't bet a lot of Magic games, so I don't have a lot to say about this. All I know mm-hmm. is Magic haven't been covering. They're 2-5 and five against the spread their last seven. I get they got a couple guys back in the lineup, but they just haven't been playing good basketball. Whereas the Nets, it's the opposite. They've covered nine of their last 13. They have Kyrie back. Ben Simmons been playing good. I would only look towards the Nets way in this game. And if I'm going to play a player prop, Ben Simmons has been playing pretty well. He could yeah. probably get a lot of rebounds, dish out some assists, and – he, he was slacking on the points last game, but he could probably get back to it versus Orlando defense. Like it. Uh, Terrell, uh, start with the side here. Man, I mean, there's got to be some type of some type of stat where if the, one team blows a team out the previous game, the other team gets killed by a team the previous game. Like, there has to be some type of adjustment because I don't think I've seen Brooklyn this big of a favorite all year, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh and my issue with Brooklyn is just them rebounding the basketball. And there's going to be multiple opportunities for Orlando, even though they're probably missing Wendell Carter in this game. You still got Bobo. You still got Mo Bamba with a lot of size on them compared to anything that uh, Brooklyn's going to be able to throw at them. So that's a concern for me in this one. Um, it, it, it's tough to bet Orlando right now, so I'm I'm not going to come out here and give out Orlando. But if I had a reason to be concerned, and if I'm going to play this, I'm probably going to play this on the boards with a Mo Bamba or a Bow Bow. I think both of their rebounds are typically listed at like seven and a half, eight and a half, respectively. So yeah. uh, I'm probably looking to one of those props and just hoping that they're able to stay on the boards. They gave up a lot to Nurt last last night against the uh, 14 rebounds to Nurt last night against the. Trailblazers mm-hmm. gave up uh did pretty well against the um the Pacers, even though the Pacers ended up getting that win. But yeah, man, I'm I'm concerned about this game. I'm probably not betting this one just because I haven't seen Brooklyn as a double digit favorite yet. Yeah. However, uh I'm on Bobo and Mobama rebound props tonight. Yeah, this game is probably a stay away from me as well. Um you know, Brooklyn, they've shown signs of <laughs> I don't want to say competitive basketball team because they're better than that, but I think the defensive side is what they're currently really need to work on. And, you know, for them to hold the the Trailblazers last night uh, to 97 points, I think that's something to hang their hats on. Um, it's just after- fade everybody. Fade everybody after they come out the garden. Fade everybody after they come out the garden. That's the biggest <laughs> letdown spot. You don't go into the garden and drop 40, 40 plus points, all this. You, look, you went to overtime, had this crazy game in the garden. You come yeah. in egg in Brooklyn. 
Yeah, that makes sense. Um, all right, let's get it. Uh, let's go over to the next game here, guys. We got the let's see here. Let's go to Toronto, Cleveland on a back to back here, headed to uh, the six to take on the Toronto Raptors. Looking at the lines for this game, I am currently seeing the Toronto Raptors open up as a one point favorite here. That number has been bet up to minus two and a half. Total opened up at 213. That number's up to about 215 and a half. Starting to see some 216s out there as well for this game. Uh, looking at the injury report for both of these teams again, Cavs did play last night, so not get one submitted. A lot of questionable tags for Toronto. Guys are getting ruled out right now. Allen is out, okay. uh, Stevens is out. Um, Kevin Love is out, and Karis LeVert is probable. Okay. Um, and then for the uh, Toronto Raptors, a lot of questionable tags for them. Um, Scotty Barnes, questionable. Pascal Siakam is questionable. Uh, and Banton is questionable as well for the Toronto Raptors here. Uh, let's start with the side here. Terrell, minus three for the Toronto Raptors, hosting the Cleveland Cavaliers. Cleveland Cavaliers. We're on a back-to-back situation. Yeah, I mean, it's going to the same thing I talked about earlier when we were doing the preseason break. Uh, excuse me, breakdown. I'm back in Toronto at home all season. Like for you to play what two, three seasons not playing at home with fans in the in the arena and fans coming out and they, I've been watching their games. Fans been showing out and the game's been electric in Toronto so far. Every game this season, they're six and three ATS at home. Mm-hmm. Where and it's kind of Cleveland's kind of give you a little bit of that Utah Jazz like uh, seven one and one at home ATS and then they're four six and one on the road and so they're not playing to the, their best potential on the road and they're missing guys in this game and this Toronto team while they could be missing guys could not be I've seen them be able to have other guys step up in that rotation just how Nick Nurse coaches that team so. I think that no Allen's going to be really, really big. Mobley can hold it down, but without having the both of them, that takes away a lot defensively and what they can hide for Donovan Mitchell because they've been doing really, really good hiding Donovan Mitchell in defense with being able to rotate over whenever he blows an assignment or anything like that. I don't think you can do that to the same magnitude with the Toronto Raptors without Allen in the lineup as well. So, yeah, I'm on the Raptors here. I'll take the Raptors at home. Yeah, uh Cleveland so far this season, like you mentioned, four and six against the spread on the road, one and four as road underdogs uh, so far this season. And now, like Ski mentioned, a lot of guys being ruled out for this game. Ski, what do you got for this game? Toronto uh, as a currently over a two and a half to three point favorite here for this game. Yeah, it's going up uh, because of this injury report. And I mean, Cleveland, I mean, I don't, I don't want Cleveland really without Allen in general. I got lucky to scrape out a, a cover with them yesterday because yeah. he got rolled out on me. And, mm-hmm. I mean, just look at the game the Cavs had to play yesterday. They had to put a lot of effort to come back in that one. Mm-hmm. They were down the entire game. They came back and covered. Guys played, like, close to 40 minutes. And they got to come back and play tonight. Whereas the Raptors team, who is scrappy and plays some defense. Uh, I don't in know Toronto, where it's cold? In Toronto, right. where it's cold, Ski? It's <laughs> cold outside, my boy. It's freezing <laughs> yeah. in Toronto. You tell me I got to go through that after playing what I did last night? Come on, now. Yeah, it might not be a lot of energy on that Cavalier side tonight. So uh, the more I think about this one, I didn't bet it yet, but I'm pretty sure I have to get their home favorites with the rest advantage. It is one day to zero. And in this case, like it was a pretty taxing game for Cleveland. They're 72.4% straight up as far back as the database goes. So getting Toronto on the money line, at anything, you know, 
less than minus 150 or even at minus 150, I still think is a good bet. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you guys. I think that what you just mentioned there, Ski, was I was going to mention that Evan Mobley, Darius Garland, and Donovan Mitchell all were right at 40 point, or sorry, 40 minutes last night against the Detroit Pistons, who a lot of us were expecting Cleveland just come in there and just take care of business. But it really took that, you know, fourth quarter, like we mentioned at the top of the show, where Cleveland outscored Detroit 29 to 16 to get the lucky cover there. And now they have to travel up to Toronto in the cold, like Terrell mentioned, uh, to go up against this Toronto team. That does have obviously the rest advantage since they did not play yesterday. But as far as the total here, guys, um, currently seeing that number on the move here, but it's currently sitting at two. Let's go with uh, two sixteen. See some two fifteen and a halves out there as well. But ski, any thoughts on the total? No, Jared Allen means a lot less paint protection. Um, you're probably able to score a lot more points here for this Toronto side. So it, it makes me nervous uh, just because I know Toronto can play really good defense too. So I, I, just a slightly into the over. I, I like okay. Toronto better. Uh, Terrell, thoughts on the total? Yeah, I'm I'm thinking the same thing. That's how my gears are turning. Uh, I think I want to go and play a uh, – I think I want to play a team, Toronto team total. Yeah, that was and what I, I trust was going to I trust them to get the scoring done. Cleveland, again, tired legs, and I'm really concerned about what the second half is going to look for Cleveland. Uh, yeah. And just how we know Toronto gets down on defensive end with Nick Nurse, that it's going to be really nasty regardless of who's playing. So, yeah, I think I want to go a Toronto team total over on this one. Or maybe even flip it and play Cleveland under. I think one or the other is a pretty good play. Yeah, I see Raptors team total at 108.5, and and then Cavs are sitting at 106.5 in this game. But I I think I like that Raptors team total over. Yeah, um, especially with Jared Allen not going to line up. Uh, any player props in this guy? Uh, or sorry, in this game, gentlemen, ski. Nope, no go for me. Uh, Terrell. Um, no, I don't think I have anything. All right, before we keep it rolling here, guys, let me tell you guys about our presenting sponsor here, WinBet. And if you're ready to win money and boost your odds, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey. New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with win rewards on WinBet. Looking to get involved in a same-game parlay? Well, WinBet is your home with their WinBet Build Your Own Bet, letting you customize the bet you want to make. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, Bet 100 Win 100. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offers up to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older and present in a state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And also the Cyber Monday sale over at the merch store for the Sports Gambling Podcast. 20% off everything in the merch store using promo code CYBER. All you got to do is go to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. It's only for Monday, Cyber Monday. 20% off everything in the merch store by using promo code CYBER. A lot of great stocking stuffers. A lot of great t-shirts for your team, whether it's NBA, MLB, college, basketball, college football, NFL, um, and a great Christmas sweater is on there as well. I know the lot of holiday parties are kicking off uh, in the month of December. So go ahead and check it out. You'll get 20% off only today 
on Monday by using promo code CYBER. All right, guys, let's get over to the next game of the night. It's going to be the OKC Thunder headed to the Big Easy to take on the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, This line opened up in favor of the New Orleans Pelicans of four and a half. That number has been bet up to minus five and a half. Starting to see some minus six out there as well over on win bet. Total opened up at 231. That number has been bet up to 232 and a half. Uh, Looking at the injury report for both of these teams, Start with OKC here. Um, nothing of significance. Mike Muscala is probably the only one we do need to mention uh, for the Oklahoma City Thunder. For the New Orleans Pelicans, Brandon Ingram is doubtful here tonight. Um, also seeing CJ McCollum is out here. Uh, he's dealing. He's in the health and safety protocols. Mm-hmm. Larry Nance Jr. is also questionable here. And Najee Marshall is also questionable here tonight. So it seems like it's going to be the Zion Williams show here tonight for the New Orleans Pelicans. Ski, let me start with you on this game. Currently seeing the New Orleans Pelicans as a six-point favorite uh, with a total of 232.5. What are you thinking about this game? I do not like this game, but I think if you're playing it, um, what stands out to me without, like you said, no CJ, no Brandon Ingram, somebody's got to step up. Obviously, you expect Zion to you know contribute on the points, but... Nats questionable too. Nats has been still in some of uh, Valanciunas' minutes. Maybe you know if he doesn't play too, Valley's going to be out there for extended periods of time. He could take advantage. Um, Thunder, the worst rebounding team in the league last five games. Mm-hmm. They're not a good defensive team. So I'm thinking whether it's his rebound prop or points and rebounds or however you want to play Valanciunas. I think tonight is a good night. And as far as the side. I really don't want to lay with the Pelicans missing all or missing, you know, two of their main guys mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, Thunder have only covered one of their last five, but they're six and two as a road dog. This has been their role. So mm-hmm. lean Thunder, lean Valanciunas props and the total, I know it's gone over nine of the last 10 games for OKC. So I want to go there, but again, missing CJ, missing Ingram, it's a lot of points gone. So I, I guess just lean to OKC and Valley tonight. Yeah, like you mentioned, OKC is, I think, the number one team as far as the overs, uh, 14 and six towards the over so far this season. Like you mentioned, they're six and two against the spread as a road underdog, also six and two um, towards the over in that span there as well. Terrell, uh, any case to be made here for the Pelicans here tonight? Oh, man. I, it, oh, if you want a case for the Pelicans, I can give you that OKC sucks in the fourth quarter. Like, that's that's really it. When they get to that fourth quarter, that's when they really fold. They almost blew the one game that they won and cover in the last five. They almost blew it to the Chicago Bulls. They was up pretty big in that game and let them come back in the fourth quarter, force it into overtime, and then the Bulls just couldn't capitalize. But, uh, yeah, no, that's really my big thing. I just – I can't not back OKC as a road dog. That's really it. And they were a road dog, what, one time in that last stretch of five games. So – and that was against Memphis. And, you know, I'm not – you know, it's Memphis. Like, come on. And so, uh, you know, they're my dogs. And so, yeah. no, I'm I'm on OKC here. I think that there could be, you know, we'll see how Jose Alvarado plays uh, SGA. SGA just seems to be matchup proof at this point. Doesn't yeah. matter what defender is on him. He just finds different ways to score the basketball and go off. And, yeah, I'm back in OKC here, plus six. 
Yeah, I think we'll see a lot of points uh, being scored in the paint here tonight. Uh, you take a look at both of these teams. Uh, OKC ranks number 27 as far as defending the paint. New Orleans is at 17, but both of these teams rank top five in points inside the paint. OKC number one, New Orleans number five. But, you know, like we mentioned, a lot of guys that are missing for New Orleans uh, Pelicans here tonight with Brandon Ingram being doubtful and CJ McCollum being out, being in the health and safety protocols. So, I think Ski nailed it there that, you know, Valentin should have an easy time inside the paint here. Tonight. And they give up a lot of rebounds to bigs. Yeah. Like just to, to that main big that does the rebounding, they give up way more than what's expected. So, yeah, I like I like Valentin's rebound prop as well. I currently don't see that number out yet. Um, I think Drew had a question there in the chat about uh, SGA's uh, assist in this game, uh, he's had he's gone over six in six out of the last eight games. Uh, currently sitting at five and a half with a little bit of vig on it at minus one sixty. Any thoughts on that, Trill? Oh man, I've never really been one to get behind SGA assist this season, just because he's the one doing all the scoring for this team. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've more been back in Josh Giddy, who. Mm-hmm. He's been eating off of SGA, feeding the ball to SGA, SGA going to work, and he's been eating, getting some free assist off that. Uh, yeah, I mean, six of the last eight, I can't combat that, but I just have not been paying attention to uh, SGA assist this season. Yeah, Giddy is averaging, let's see, over the last five games, seven uh, assists per game, 7.4 rebounds. Maybe that's worth a look if you want to play a rebounds and assist <laughs> prop with uh, Josh Giddy. I uh, wanted to play SGA's points prop, but that's now listed at 30 and a half. A little uh, a hair too high for me, but he's been he's pretty much been the offense for this uh, OKC Thunder team. And you said B.I. and uh, C.J. are both out, right? Yeah, B.I.'s doubtful. I know he's doing with, I think, the toe and the ankle, uh, but C.J. is out for sure. He's in health and safety protocols. I'm gonna just call. I'm gonna just call my shot. I'm gonna call my shot. I'm not, I'm not telling anybody to bet this, but I just want, and I'm probably not gonna bet it. But I just want to watch and see what they do with Bi and CJ out. Zion has a history of playing like more of a point forward, like kind of bringing the ball up the court and running the offense like that. And they they haven't used him in that role in the NBA too too much. There's been certain games that he's done it, but it's not too too much. So. I'm just curious to watch. I'm not telling anybody to bet this, but I'm just curious to watch what Zion's role in this as a facilitator for that team and not just a scorer. Mm-hmm. And seeing if, you know, he may sneak around and get a couple free assists in there just because he might be, you know, for certain portions of the game facilitating the offense rather than Jose Alvarado or some of the other guys they got. So just something I'm going to look forward to. And if it does well this game, then I may look for it in the future when you have cj and bi out because i know this combination is going to be out for some time at some point yeah uh all right guys four games left here let's go to let's go to the mile high city where my used rockets headed to the mile high city to take on the denver nuggets um currently seeing this line open up at minus 11 and a half in favor of the denver nuggets that number has stayed the course at 11 and a half total opened up at 233 and a half uh, that number has actually been bet down, seeing money come in on the under. Uh, seeing 228 and a halves out there, currently over on win bet. It is at 228. Uh, looking at the injury report, let's start with the Houston Rockets here. Pretty clean for them. Uh, Jay Sean Tate continues to be out. Ty Ty Washington is on G League assignment. Uh, but other than that, everybody is healthy for this Rockets team. For the Denver Nuggets, 
Jeff Green is going to be out for an extended amount of time. Michael Porter Jr. is doubtful here tonight for the Denver Nuggets. And Bones Highland is questionable tonight with a non-COVID-related illness. Um, the Rockets coming off of the victory against the Atlanta Hawks uh, the other night on Saturday night. The first winning streak for the Rockets this season. Uh, they go into the Mile High City against the Denver Nuggets. Terrell, let me start with you on this game. Currently seeing the uh, the Nuggets are 11.5 point favorite. What do you think? Uh, I, 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 I don't know, man. Houston's been really they've been really bad. Like I know they got these, these past couple wins and they're on an ATS streak. They've covered four of the last five. So they've been playing a lot better recently, but I, I don't know. I guess 11 and a half could be too much. I just, I don't feel confident backing Houston at all with Jokic playing in this game. Like I think they have zero answer for Jokic. And I think Jokic could, you know, to, in the words of Scott studio, Rochelle, Jokic can easily walk into a triple double here. Like very easily. And I think that at that point, it becomes once he starts getting the rest of that Nuggets offense involved, it becomes a really scary scenario because that's when the Nuggets offense puts up a bunch of points. You know, when Jokic was out and there was nobody really to run the offense, they were trying to figure out who was it going to be. Was it going to be Bruce Brown? Was it going to be Bones Highland? Like, who was going to be that guy to kind of get the offense going? And they never really got the answer. And then Jokic came back, and it's all of a sudden also clear that. He's the person, like, he has to be there for them to play really well and for them to do and be good in this spot. So, a uh, little concerning with Houston playing better balls of late, but I'm going to just trust that they're still a pretty bad team, especially on the road. So, I'll take the, uh, I'll lay the 11 and a half here with the Nuggets. Here you. Uh, Ski, what you got for this game? Yeah, I'm going uh, to come against my boy right here. And okay. that's why he was thinking about it so long. He know you're not supposed to make this bet. <laughs> yeah, but it's oh my god, man! I know, I know. <laughs> it's November twenty eighth right now, right? You're right. <laughs> the Nuggets have beat two opponents all month by more than this margin. You know what I'm saying? Um, they've been dealing with illnesses, COVID, people in and out the lineup. It might take a little while for them to get that cohesion back going. That's probably why you're seeing their games go under. Mm-hmm. I think what five of the last seven and their last five at the house. Meanwhile. Houston, uh, they're picking it up and they're playing well. They've covered four of their last five. They're mm-hmm. the number one rebounding team last five games and number six defensive rated team. So they're doing some things right over there on that Houston side. And I just think it's too many points to be giving them um, for a team playing that good right now. They're four and two against the spread versus competition. Competition being 55% teams are better. So I got the team playing better basketball right now, catching 12 points. Sign me up. And I think you have to look at uh, KPJ. Um, he's averaging close to six rebounds so far this year. And his rebound prop is at four and a half. I know he's cleared it four of the last five. You mm-hmm. can go back further than that. He's hit it every game except for three. Denver has been struggling on the defensive side. Uh, over the last five games, they're number 23 as far as defensive rating goes. Uh, and like you mentioned, their ski rockets, surprisingly, over the last five games, have been doing well on the defensive side. Uh, they're rated number six right behind the Philadelphia 76ers. So top 10 over the last five games, at least. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with the Rockets in this game. I'm going to go with them first half and 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 full game as well. Um, like like 
Ski, you mentioned there that this team is finally healthy. Are the Rockets? They have all their guys back, except for Jay Sean Tate. Um, but it seems like you know I've been watching a lot of their press conferences and 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 you know interviews after the game. And you know both KPJ and Jalen Green and even Eric Gordon, all those guys, are like man, we're tired of losing. And and you know I think that's starting to show up for this team over the last five six games where the effort has been for the, has been there for them. They could have easily caved um, and rolled over in that game against Atlanta. We saw a little skirmish that happened between Dejounte Murray and Jabari Smith. I think that's where really kind of fired them up. Came back to win oh no, that game. that was literally the turning point in the game. Like it was absolutely the turning point in the game. <laughs> yeah. get, they started getting disrespectful, and he said, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! Hey, 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 hey! Calm, calm that down. Calm that down." They came back and won that game, but yeah. it's the fact that they were in the position in the first place, and that's the issue that I have with the Houston Rockets is that they it I want to see a full game like I, I want to see a full game of good basketball and I think that if you get a couple of too many bad quarters in this one this can just get out of hand and then they sit here and say all right well we're we're not at home like we're not going to go in here and try to fight back for this win. like we're in Denver they were supposed to beat us let's just go ahead and hang it up yeah, I think I, I think they can sneak out at least the cover here. I think they probably lose this game by maybe seven or eight points. But I, I feel like double digits is too much uh, for this Denver Nuggets team, especially with you know the missing Bones Highland. That bench gets thin, and they're missing um, or Michael Porter Jr. is probably not going to go in this game either for the Denver Nuggets. So that I mean, those are two key pieces for the Denver Nuggets. Uh, anything on the total here, Ski? Currently sitting at uh, two twenty-eight and a half. Uh, under until Den- Denver, you know, starts yep. to get their offense together, uh, yep. continue to look towards under. All right. Any player props? KPJ rebounds. He's hit every Love game it. except for three. There you go. Uh, Terrell, I know you mentioned Jokic. Any other player props you do like? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm on Jokic points tonight. I just don't think that the Rockets have an answer on the inside for him. And they got some bodies they could throw at him, but I don't think it's enough. So I, I'm on Jokic points tonight. I think that's one of my better bets for this game. All right. Uh, all right. Let's get over to the next game. It's going to be the Chicago Bulls in Utah to take on the Utah Jazz. Uh, currently looking at this line, this number opened up um, minus three in favor of the Utah Jazz. That number has been bent down to minus two. Starting to see some minus one and a halves pop up as well. I guess there's money coming in on the Chicago Bulls. Total opened up at 235. That number has been bet up to 235 and a half in this game. Uh, looking at the injury report. For both of these teams, uh, for the – let's start with the Chicago Bulls. Uh, Alex Caruso is questionable here tonight for the Chicago Bulls. Other than that, pretty clean injury report. For the Utah Jazz, uh, we know Mike Conley has been – he's going to be out for a while. Rudy Gay has been out for a while as well. Laurie Markkinen is questionable here tonight. He's dealing with a right knee contusion, uh, so definitely keep an eye out for that for the Utah Jazz here tonight. Terrell, you've talked a lot about uh, the Utah Jazz when their underdogs bet on them. They are a slight favorite here at home against the Chicago Bulls. Are we back in the Bulls here or are you going with the Jazz? Let that money keep coming in on the Bulls. Keep putting that money in on the Bulls. Drive this line. Get me to a plus one with the Jazz. I'm going to feel amazing. But, no, it's this is close enough for me where I'm still going to back Utah. And just kind of they're playing like – Really, the like I don't like anything that's happening in Chicago right now. Yeah, like it. It really that's really just a case in point. Like I just don't like anything that's happening in Chicago right now. Uh, 
they showed up big against Boston, showed up big against Milwaukee. But after that, and even prior to, to that, they've had a really like some really, really bad spots against some decent, okay teams. Like that Orlando loss was really bad. Again, that OKC loss is a really bad spot, even though they fought back to come back in that game and force it into overtime. Still a really, really bad spot. And whereas this Utah team, they've been playing rather well for the most part i know they had the bad loss against detroit but we were on and we said they were laying too many points there but you know the golden state game was closer than what it looked uh the the phoenix game last time out really good game they were able to bring that within one i i like them i just think that they're the better team here and so yeah i'm backing utah i'm not sure why everybody is uh, on Chicago. Maybe it's because they remember that they beat the Bucks and the Celtics back-to-back, but no, man, I'm, I'm still on Utah here. I think they're the better team. Ski, what do you got for this game? Yeah, if you want to bet Utah, I think, you know, you just look towards betting Laurie marketing because he's going to be he's, – he's, it's his revenge game, and he's been yep. playing the best basketball anyway. And with that said, he's questionable. So yep. I don't think he's, he's, he's real ready for this game. Utah – one and five as a favorite so far. They've only won one mm-hmm. in their last five games. Only covered, but I mean, I think they're two and seven in their last nine straight up. Like they're not winning. They're not that same team that they were in the beginning of the year right now. Similar to the Spurs, mm-hmm. the Bulls. Like you said, they beat a couple of the more dominant teams, and that's more impressive than anything Utah's done beating uh, Celtics the way they're playing right now. And Celtics back to back. Yeah, so they're four two and one as a road dog. Um, they're catching points. Utah, the worst defensive rated team in the league last five games. So yep. Bulls can be better on that end. They've been a better rebounding team. I, I got to take the Bulls plus the points here in this matchup. I think the difference for me in this game is that Chicago, despite them not being able to score points inside the paint, Utah is dead last in, as far as defending the paint, where they're allowing close mm-hmm. to 57.3 points per game. So, you know, guys like DeMar DeRozan and Vucevic and Zach Levine, guys that yeah. can score around the basket, should be able to get easy baskets here tonight. So, and when you got I, Kelly Olynyk as your rim protection. Yeah, and I, I really do like Chicago here tonight in a bounce-back spot. They've had two days off. They haven't played since Friday. Um, slight rest advantage for Chicago. I don't know if that makes a huge difference because Chicago, I think they played oh, – sorry, Utah played on Saturday night. Um, but – I just think this is a good spot here for the Chicago Bulls uh, coming off of that loss against the Thunder, like we mentioned. And I think that's going to be the difference here tonight. And we you know once this game is over, that if Chicago did outscore Utah in the backs in the box score, I think they they had, would have won that game um, here tonight. So I'm expecting you know Zach Levine to get to the basket at will. Demar Derozan, we know what he can do from the mid range. And Vucevic, um, you know maybe rebounding props for Vucevic here tonight as well. And as far as his points as well, I think that he can have a successful night here tonight inside the paint. Um, get me to Utah plus one. That's all I ask. Just get me to Utah plus one, and I'm there. I'm at the window. As uh, far as the total here, Ski, uh, 235 and a half. Is, it is a big number here, but like you mentioned, Utah has not been very good on the defensive side of the basketball. Maybe a Chicago Bulls team total over in this game, or what do you like as far as uh, totals in this game? Um, yeah, I don't. Utah's been giving it up, so no way am I looking for them to play defense here. Over or pass, and yes, I like the Chicago side more, so Chicago team total makes sense to me. Uh, Terrell? Yeah, same. I mean, only I, I probably lean more to Chicago than Utah, 
And really, it's because Utah gets to the over by Jordan Clarkson hitting one of those. Oh, shit. How the fuck did he make those shots? He just hits about four or five of those a game. And then that that total goes soaring over. So, yeah, uh, interested to see if Laurie Markin plays in this one. But I'm on Chicago team total for sure. All right. All right. Two games left on the schedule here, gentlemen. Let's get to the uh, next game. Phoenix Suns in Sacramento. To take on the Sacramento Kings here, this line opened up in favor of the uh, Sacramento Kings at minus one. That number has now been bet down to a pick in this game. Do see a minus one out there, but pretty much a pick them across the board. Total opened up at 231. Uh, that number has been bet up to 233. Currently sitting at 233. Uh, sorry, 232 out there as well over on win bet. Uh, looking at the injury report for both of these teams, to start with the road team here, the Phoenix Suns. We know Cam Johnson has been out uh, for a while. Chris Paul has already been ruled out for this game as well as he continues to deal with the uh, right heel soreness. Sacramento Kings, pretty clean injury report. No significant names on this injury report for the Sacramento Kings. Uh, Ski, let me start with you on this game here. Currently, it's called a pick between the Sacramento Kings and the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, I don't want to think too hard on this game just because I work my brain. Both teams have been really good offensively. Um, I know Sacramento wants to play with pace, and without Chris Paul, I expect Phoenix to, you know, be okay with playing with pace too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a fan of Sacramento's defense. I think that's the difference here. I think Phoenix, a lot better defensive team. So for that reason, even though being third game in four nights, I'll probably lean towards the Phoenix side um, as far as the total. I would expect it to go up and over, but more than that, um, player props. I had to do some more digging just because, you know, I was riding Fox assist. He was doing really well for me. Then he fell off a couple games and I was looking at it like, who's getting these damn assists? And I should have been betting this Sabonis, not Fox. Sabonis has hit 12 of the last 13 games over his five and a half assists. So that's what I'm rocking with for this game. I've been watching a lot of Kings games because I do have a, a win total uh, for the regular season win totals to go over. Anytime Sabonis gets that rebound, he's not pass, he's not outlating that ball to the to the guards. He's bringing that ball up himself. So that, I think those where the assists are coming for for Zamonte Sabonis um, over the past couple of games at least. But Terrell, as far as the side here, uh, pick them in this game. What do you think? Dog, I mean, I don't, I'm trying to figure out why this line is this. Like, are we giving the Kings that much respect now? Is, is that what it is? Like, is that really what it is? Why is this line this? <laughs> and, you know, I'm I'm curious. Like, you know, Ski, Ski, I talked to you about the metric. And the metric kind of, it kind of, we'll see if they make the Kings a favorite. It kind of sits there. You know, <laughs> Kings lost last two on the road, ATS. You got them coming back home. You got uh, – Phoenix, who won the previous, they're on a four game win streak. But, dog, why are we, why is this a pick? Why is this, I don't understand. Do we really think that the Kings are this close to this Phoenix Suns team as they are right now? Really? This feels like a lot for me in the Suns. I would say probably third game of four nights compared to Sacramento, maybe a little more fresh with two days off. Maybe that has something to do with it. They have been playing good, though. They've won seven of their last nine. So you have to respect them a little bit. Yeah. I just, I don't know. It just, and maybe they keep it close. Maybe this is a little bit closer of a game, but defensively and really on the offensive side too, I like the Phoenix offense a little bit more than what Sacramento is doing. Uh, yeah, I just I'm very confused by this line. If it's a trap, I'm dead. But I'm taking the signs. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm going with the Suns here as well. I, I this is kind of disrespectful, man. I know Phoenix. Phoenix quietly, but if you ask people who's the number one team in the Western Conference, I don't think a lot of people would say the Phoenix Suns. They're sitting at 13 and six. I know it's only a one game lead over the Denver Nuggets, but what they've been able to do without Chris Paul, um, they've been able to find wins. Mikael Bridges has been big for this Phoenix Suns team. He's been able to knock down three point shot. I know Devin Booker didn't have a great shooting night in his last game against. No, um, he didn't. No, he didn't because he missed his points prop. No, he didn't. Yeah. Missed uh, an eight for 29 or whatever the fuck it was. Fuck you. Yeah. That, he usually that has a good game after a night like that, though. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm playing him again, unfortunately. But he, he did piss me off with that. Yeah. Casey pointed out she's uh, on the Bookers uh, over in this one for me. I agree with her. I'm, I'm looking at Devin Booker uh, points props here tonight as well. Currently sitting at 20. I think it's 28 and a half for this game. Uh, Aaron's got to be new to the show. He said you just picked them against the Celtics. He's got to be new to the show. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> when do I ever pick the Celtics? I will give you a hundred reasons why you should pick the Celtics, and then I'll come back and pick against the Celtics. I never pick the Celtics because as soon as I do, they're they're hundred percent not covering that game. Like it's it's guaranteed. As soon as I pick the Celtics, they're not covering that game. Yeah, twenty eight and a half uh, is a points prop here for Devin Booker to here tonight. All right, gentlemen, last game of the night, a one near and dear to ski here. For a different reason, I'll say that. Uh, Indiana Pacers in L.A. to take on the Lakers. Uh, this number uh, opened up as, let's see here, minus four and a half in favor of the Lakers. That number is now at minus two and a half, minus three over on win bet. Uh, total open up at 235. That number is all the way up to 237. Starting to see a 238 uh, pop up as well. So money coming in on the over here. Uh, looking at the injury report for both of these teams, we know Patrick Beverly is serving, I believe it's the second or last game of his suspension. Anthony Davis is officially questionable here tonight for the uh, Los Angeles Lakers with a left calf injury. LeBron is probable tonight. Um, and that is pretty much it for the Lakers. Pacers, believe did play yesterday um yeah they did play the clippers yesterday so not a travel situation obviously uh they're playing in the same building here tonight against the lakers but ski let me start with you on this game man uh you are the lakers fan currently laying or let's say let's call it a uh, three in this game against the indiana pacers what are you thinking about this game um as far as the side goes you know pacers have been damn good to me they've been making me some money lately so mm-hmm uh, it's hard to go against them. They're what four and two as a road dog. Even on the back to back so far, they're two and one against the spread. But the yeah. Lakers have been playing good too. Um yeah. but they've they have been playing lesser opponents. And it's not like Indiana is superior, but um I, I don't feel comfortable with it. Anthony Davis questionable on the injury report. He didn't play the last game because if he's not in this matchup, I would be not I would be not comfortable, you know what I'm saying, with the Lakers yeah. ticket in my pocket. So I would prefer to go towards the over. Um, Indiana is 3-0 to the over on a back-to-back this year. Both teams top 10 in pace the last five games. And um, I, I just know it's going to be up and down. Even if Anthony Davis doesn't play, that's more uh, rim protection loss for the Lakers. So I, I just see more points than anything in this game. Over the 237, highest total on the board. Dang, he got out of it. I was waiting to see him pick Indiana. <laughs> he got out of it. I was just new. I said, "Oh yeah, he's gonna say Indiana." Terrell, what do you got for this uh, for the side and the total for this game? No, I mean, I'm 
Uh, I love I love betting Indiana. I'm not gonna lie. They they have been really good to us this season, but I'm not certain if I want them on this on this West Coast trip. I'm not 100 percent certain if that's what I'm looking for. I was on the Clippers last night. I know that's not <laughs> that that's not a thing you hear me say too often, but I was on the Clippers last night. I thought it was a little bit too short of a line um, for it for Indiana to be favored coming out to this trip. And now you see the books adjusted, making them a plus three dog. Uh, I think this. I think that some of the the supporting cast for the Lakers are starting to look a lot better. Now it's hard to say that because four of the last five games they played, three of them have been against San Antonio, yeah. and then the one other game that they actually won was against Detroit. So it's rather hard to say that. I think Indiana's a better team than both than both of those teams. And they went and didn't even look like they were competitive in that game, honestly, against the Suns. So uh, if I had to make a lean on the side, I'm probably just going to take the points and play Indiana plus three. But like Ski said, I think it is a lot of up and down. Both of these teams are really good with pace, especially uh, defensively with Patrick Beverly still on that. This is the last game of that suspension, I think. I think so, Uh, yeah. And so – Defensively, I like that he's not there. That opens up a little bit more of what Indiana wants to do on their side of court. And you know, Rick Carlisle. Rick Carlisle wants to put up a bunch of points, especially yeah. in uh, crypto, whatever. Crypto arena, yeah, yeah, crypto arena. All right, crypto.com cool. arena, whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, they, them changing the name didn't help the Lakers at all. I'm going yeah. with Indiana plus three. Uh, if I had to make a play on that, and then that over, I actually do. I'm, I'm going to bet that today. I like that over. Yeah, I mean, it's a big number. It's a big number for a reason. I'm right there with you guys, Pacers, and the over in this game. Ski, there's been one prop in particular that we've been absolutely pounding all season with the Pacers. Are we back on it tonight? Oh, man, we have been pounding it. And um, <laughs> I, I, a lot of the reason I, mean, I can't wait to general, clip that. He's my, <laughs> he's my second favorite player in the NBA, really. Like, I love Hallie. He's the, I need to send him a thank you letter. Send him some, more than a thank you letter because he's been keeping me paid. But um, you need to go to the game tonight and hold up one of those signs saying "Thank you, Hallie." <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're right. They play here. You're right. Uh, since I'm in LA right now, but the, a lot of the reason why I've been playing him, he's been successful lately, is because um, Duarte's been on the lineup too, and yeah. uh, that's the other guy who would take the ball out of his hands and be doing some playmaking. So. Mm-hmm. Um, he could. He's supposed to be coming back any game now. Just, yeah, I don't see him on the injury report. Uh, see, so this this could be that game where he dips into Hallie's production. Um, I know Nimhart has been out too. I know he's game time. Both of them game time here. So I mm-hmm. guess, you know, yesterday Hallie didn't play enough minutes because it was a blowout. I would come yeah. back to it one more time. I, th- I think we have to. If it's 10 and a half, I didn't look at it yet. If it's 10 and a half, I would take it. If it's 11 and a half, I have to it's wait. 11 and a half. Okay, I have to wait, and I have to know that Duarte's out. Yeah, we got burned by the hook yesterday because he had eight. I think it was seven or eight in the first quarter, and then after that, like you mentioned, because it was a blowout, he didn't play enough minutes. But that would have gotten there. But I think tonight, with the amount of points that books are expecting, and you know, we talked about the pace. I think it's a possibility that you know it could get there. He's probably seen another fourteen assist type of night from Halliburton here tonight. So I, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. On the over here with uh, Hallie tonight. I just don't. I don't remember the last time we seen the evolution of a prop 
so much and it's still hitting <laughs> like we've been yeah. betting this prop since it was like seven and a half six and a half yeah. and yeah. it's gone all the way up to ten and a half even eleven and a half and ski sitting here like i still might bet it like that is that is That's true a prop i think i gotta take it has some it definitely has some longevity on it that we've gotten all the way here so yeah i like it Casey in the chat says, man, the pay ski against the old ass Lakers, you got to give them another shot. <laughs> <laughs> she right. <laughs> she yeah, right. She I, right. Mean, she I mean, right. yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that was the last game of the schedule uh, for the Monday night card. Let's get into some uh, picks here uh, as we wrap up the show here. Um, ski, why don't you lead it off, man? I know. You have a rule that you don't give out picks unless you've already bet it, but anything you're leaning on, any player prop, anything you want to give out as as a best bet here. Yeah, I'll give you um I think, you know, if it's hit 12 out of the last 13 games, I think you got to give it another shot. So, um everybody seemed to agree on a panel. I'll go with the Sabonis over to five and a half assists mm-hmm. as the best bet. You know, I'm, I'm I don't say the L word, but yeah. my dog, my dog to give you a nice juicy one, I'm gonna just go with the Rockets. Uh, they've been playing really good basketball lately. I think they definitely need cover to 12, and um, maybe, maybe they can get a win. So sprinkle. I was gonna pick the Rockets as the dog here tonight as well. Um, all right, for my uh, for my lock here, um, let's we didn't even mention the uh, Miles Turner showcase game here tonight because he came out and said that the Lakers yeah trade for him. yeah I don't know how that. we wait 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 no no no, no. we gotta rewind we came, we came, rewind. We came in, the, in the game because <laughs> I ain't never I ain't never seen a player go on media or the podcast and literally say these are the reasons why you should go get me I'm not gonna lie if I'm Miles Turner I'm firing up at least about three four threes in this game <laughs> I'm trying to dunk on somebody. I'm doing everything. This is the Miles Turner showcase. Gotta be in this game. Especially if Anthony Davis gets rolled out. Matter of fact, can I get an alt line on his blocks? Can I get an alt line on his blocks today? I I will say this, Terrell. His double doubles at two plus two thirty tonight. Yeah, what dog? Like this is this is it. This is literally what you've been asking for. Like literally (laughs) what you've been asking for. There's no way. I, I don't know how we didn't mention that. There's no man. No, I might actually have to go back to paces today. I might have to go back to paces today. Miles Turner got to go get a win. He got to go get a win. <laughs> I'll say this, though. I'm looking at his game log. Last four games, he's not gotten close to 10 rebounds. Yeah, especially that game against the Nets. That was the one me and Scott were on him heavy, and we said that he should clean up against the Nets. So that's that's really ugly right there. But, yeah. hey, this is the – he was looking ahead. He was looking ahead <laughs> to this game. He was looking ahead to this game right here. Yeah, nah, I'm going to be on my turn today for sure. All right. Uh, all right, for my lock for this uh, Monday card, give me – I'm just going with the over in this game. This number is starting to climb here. Pacers, Lakers, already up to 237.5, starting to see some 238s. Won't be surprised for both teams put up 120-plus in this game. Uh, we talked about the pace. We talked about, uh, you know, the shooting for both of these teams, Hallie, uh, Miles Turner, or even if Anthony Davis not able to go tonight – think there's enough for uh the lakers you know with dennis shooter out there this team has looked a little bit for gives them another scoring option even though he doesn't play any defense uh westbrook off the bench has looked good for them as well so i think we see points in this game it's a big number but it's a big number for a reason uh give me the over uh 237 and a half in this game for my dog i agree with ski i did like the rockets here tonight it's a plus 480 price as a 11 and a half point underdog 
Uh, but also do like the Bulls here tonight as well. That number started to move here. It's a little puppy dog, uh, plus 105 right now. Uh, <laughs> but those are the two that I do like here tonight uh, as far as uh, dogs uh, go for uh, the Monday schedule. Terrell, close it out strong, man. What do you got for your locking dog? Man, look, maybe I need to stop saying the L word too because my locks have been terrible. Dog's been crazy, but my locks have been terrible. Let's go to Toronto, minus three. For my dog, uh, where can I find some value? Hmm, I can – do I do it? Uh, when in doubt, just go back to OKC. Give me OKC on the road. Uh, what's that money line? C plus one eighty five. Yeah, let's let's go ahead and let's take OKC on the road. Uh, they've been they played they played the Pelicans pretty tough over the past couple of years. This has been a pretty good series. So, all right, that's gonna do it uh, for this edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast. Uh, what a way to start a week, man! We got Ski on the show here today. Ski, appreciate you, man, taking the time out. No, I said an hour, but we went a little over an hour here on the uh, episode. But I'm going to give you the floor here, man. Anything you want to plug uh, and then let the people know where they can find you on social media. Yeah, all, everything I do, you can find on Twitter at Ski Profit and um, all my work also at wagertalk.com. Seeing the board really well right now. Hopefully, you know, I've given you guys some winners on today's show. I appreciate you, Munaf. I appreciate you, Rail, for having me on. Always good to break down the games with you guys. And um, let's cast some tickets, man. Yeah, I yeah. appreciate it, Ski. Uh, Terrell, anything else you want to get off your chest before we get out of here, bud? Oh, man. Uh, do I go to the college slate and, and bring back these dudes ain't trying to fight for real? I could do it. I can go to the college, the college <laughs> slate and bring that bring that segment back real quick. And, you know, some guys, they're going to make the league eventually, so we could go ahead and add them to the roster. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just go check that Bryant and Syracuse game out. And just watch <laughs> – Two guys that really don't want to fight each other, pick on each other. Like, neither neither one of the two wanted to fight each other at all. Matter of fact, the teammates was the one that was about to scrap. Like, those two, <laughs> the two people that had the issue won't even try to fight no more. The teammates was the one that was about to scrap. So, you know, just, just go back and check that out. And just remember, as Steven Jackson always says, these dudes really ain't trying to fight for real. <laughs> all right that's gonna do it for this monday show we back tomorrow uh for the nba gambling podcast uh make sure to follow the nba gambling podcast twitter account at sgp and nba follow terrell on twitter at really real under underscore underscore again make sure to follow ski at ski profit on twitter follow me on twitter at sports nerd 824 good luck with your bets tonight let's break these books off and let it ride <laughs>